I wanted to do an advert for Anchor. This is the app that I'm actually using to do every episode of Analogy of the Sun. It's super freaking easy. Uh, it's also free. So couldn't get any better than that. If I can use this and I'm able to like put stuff on Spotify and all that, then you definitely can. If you've ever thought of just having a podcast for fun, like what I'm doing, then I would definitely suggest that you download Anchor now and they actually will upload it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and things of that nature or those type of apps for you. Again, it's completely free. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have. Everything you need in one place to make a podcast. It is amazing. So if you've ever thought about having a podcast at all, just for fun, or possibly to add to your work or your business, then please go ahead and download Anchor today. And his name is Sean Great. Yes. G-R-A-T-E. Does he have a weapon? Got a taser. What does he look like? Is he a white male or black male? Is he like six foot or is he shorter than that? Six one, six two. Do you know how much he weighs? Probably one seventy five. Are you injured? A little. What color is his hair? Brown. Do you know what color his eyes are? What's he wearing? Something right now. Okay, stay on the phone with me. Okay. Is he still sleeping? Where did he take you from? I was walking with him. You were walking with him? Or were you walking too? Yes, but I had known him for like a month and a half. Is there any way you can get out of the building? I don't know without waking him and I'm scared. Is there a bathroom in the, the house? Well, his bedroom is closed and he made it so it would make noise. But if you told me I had to go to the bathroom, he would do something to you? Yeah, because he had me tied up. Are you tied up now? Well, I, 
Yeah, but I kind of freed myself. Is he in the same room with you? Yes. Is it his phone you have? Yes. Are they on the way? Are we have officers for sending. If you're worried, you don't have to talk to me. Just set the phone down, okay? I just need to hear if the officers find you or not. Are you upstairs or are you downstairs? We're downstairs. There's a door. There's a side door on the right of the left house. And that's where we enter. And then immediately there's a kitchen right there. And then the bedroom is right, right off from the kitchen. Need an ambulance? Are you bleeding from anywhere? Not anymore. Where were you bleeding from? You don't have to talk if you don't need to, okay? Where he lives. Oh shit. Oh shit, I woke him up. Just set the phone down. Are there any officers outside? Okay, they're in the area. See if they can come in the side door. It's a little, like, um, okay. Is there a padlock on the bedroom door or is it just a regular lock? No, I don't even, I don't even know if it's locked. have a knob, so. Can you get up and see if you can get out? I need to look out. Yeah, but the floor squeaks in right by his head. 
Are you lying down? No, I'm standing right by the bedroom door. And you can't open it? What? Can you open it? Is the door to the house open? I don't know, probably. I don't think he has a key, I'm not sure. Because I think he broke in here. Can you see out any window that you're at? They're all, um, they're all curtains shut. that noise. I don't hear anything. Okay, you think you can get out? You need to get out. Not unless they were right here. He would hear me catch any strong. Get out of the bedroom. And the door is open. 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 And the door is open.
anybody right now. She heard the side door open. They're out. Okay, can you get to the door where you can see out? Can you get out of the house? It's locked. Are you at the door? She's at the door. Stay on the door to the right hand side of the house. She's at the door on the right side of the house. She got out of the bedroom. Is there a window there? Yeah, I'm looking out if it comes we'll come back. She said Hurry, hurry. She said to hurry up and come back. Yeah, they can see me if they can lock it. The door is locked. No, the bedroom door and no door here. This one she is locked. She can't get out. Can you unlock the door at all? So that is the last of the 911 call and I'm going to tell you guys right now um I'm not, I can't do serial colors anymore this is going to be the last one I, I thought I could I thought I would be strong enough and capable enough to be that girl that does serial killers like talks about them all the time because I've been in you know been very curious about them since I was 14 learned a lot about them, read all the books, watched all the shows, watched all the movies, documentaries, you can name it. I still do to this day. But this one really fucked me up. Um, when I first heard the 911 call all the way through, I was almost inconsolable. I was bawling. And I think that's because I am a sexual assault survivor. I've been raped and molested several times. So I can't do this. I can watch people talk about it. You know, I can watch other people talk about it and 
and things like that. Even um, the Ted Bundy documentary where his girlfriend that was with him for so long that's on Netflix or not Netflix, excuse me, on, on Prime. I've watched that like two or three times. It's still a hard watch because all the women get soft, right? The ones that he actually did this to that survived. Uh, that's a hard watch for me. And it m makes me really like freak out and, um, and all that type of stuff. So I can't, um, I can't watch it. So I am not going to be doing, uh, serial killers anymore. And like I said, not because I'm not interested in them, not because I don't have a fascination with them, because I think a lot of us do, and I have for decades. The psychology about them really is um, something that drives me. Because, again, me being a sexual assault survivor several times over makes me want to know more about these people so I know who to stay away from. And I think that's a big thing for women to know what those red flags are so that they can stay away from them. This woman here, uh, we don't really know her name, thank God. She was not shown on the witness stand. They never gave her name. She's Jane Doe, which is amazing. And I'm glad that they did that. Because every, you know, every woman that deals with a sexual assault does not need her name plastered everywhere and her face everywhere. Because that's one of the many, 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 many reasons why women don't come out and talk about it. Because then they're found and people talk to them and berate them and whatever. Because it's not fun for someone to come out as a survivor and say, I was sexually assaulted by so-and-so. Because no one wants to believe you. Uh, I never came out with the person that raped me because I knew I wouldn't be believed. Because the person that raped me was very popular at the high school that we went to. So I knew that no one was going to believe me, this goth girl, you know, compared to this very popular white male, I would have been belittled and probably ran out of my school. So I never came, I never came uh, forward with mine. Uh, so I've told, I told very few friends, I think I told two. And as my marriage progressed with my current husband, I told him. But my other marriages never, I never told them. Only, I think, because I knew it had happened, but I had disassociated it so much that I didn't really know the, I didn't really know the specifics or remember them until much later, which was about a year ago. And then I was blown away. I was, I was, uh, I was gone when I actually sat and could remember detail by detail what had happened. And in that process, I was uh, comatose for a while. Like, I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to do anything. I just drank. Um, thank goodness it was during quarantine, so I didn't have to worry about going to work. But, um, yeah, I remembered every detail. And then I relived it for several months. And even when I would dream, I would, I would uh, relive it. It was a hard, hard several months and I have not seen counseling yet and I need to. I just don't have the money for it. It is expensive. And, um, and I have other, you know, stories. I've been molested several times in my life by people that were in my family that I've never seen counsel for that. I remember all of those very vividly. 
so I understand why um, women don't come forward because you're not believed. You're not believed because what it comes down to is, is a deep seated feeling of humanity does not want to believe that someone that they love or like, or are friends with is capable of that type of action. And I understand that. And I get that totally. You don't want to believe that a friend of yours, your son, your brother, maybe later on your husband is capable of raping someone because that is one of the other than murder. It's very, it's like one of the, you know, ultimate sins in, in some ways. No one wants to think that of somebody. And I, that's, I totally get, I totally get that. It's a horrible thing. It is. It's a horrible thing. So a lot of women just stay silent. You know, it's, they're not going to believe me anyways. Why would I say anything? And then you have people say, well, you should say something because what if he does it again? And it's, probably a good percentage of people that do reoffend when it comes to rape. And yeah, it is way heavy on your mind. It, it's weighed heavy on mine. I'm hoping he's never raped another woman before or another woman after this. I, I hope he hasn't. But again, if you look at even the two women from, I think it was Indiana that were raped and left in the snow, you know, they came forward, they were teenagers, and they've both killed themselves since then. Because you're, you're just so banished from society. You're a whore. You know, because in society, you're either a Madonna or a whore. You're a virgin or you're not. For women. Men, no. Well, I mean, if, you, if a man fucks a bunch of women, then high five, bro. But if a woman somehow does that, then you're looked at as a whore. And God forbid you've been raped, then you're just damaged goods. I mean, no man wants to be with a woman that's been raped. And I've even heard this been talked about in presence of me. Because not many people know about my rape. That uh, they're damaged goods. You don't want to be with someone who's damaged goods. Because then uh, you're going to have to deal with all of her baggage. Like, not everyone has baggage, right? But she's damaged goods. Why would you want to fuck a woman who's been raped? So it, it's... It goes down further than just not being believed. It's you're a piece of shit now because something happened to you that you couldn't control. So why would you talk about it? Why would you make that public? Well, that's the girl that was raped. That's the, you know, that's, you know, that's the girl that was raped. That's the woman that was raped. And the only reason why I'm even doing this right now is because I feel like it's bullshit and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the fact that I kept mine silent for so long. I'm tired of the fact that women are treated so badly because we're raped. That something happened to us that we didn't choose to happen. Sorry. No one gets in a relationship with someone. And thinks they're going to be raped. Because then they wouldn't, right? No one thinks, oh, I want that to happen to me. So I have decades and decades of of horrible self-confidence, horrible self-esteem. And my relationships are going to be fucked now. Because they are. Once you're treated that way, you're fucked. You're fucked. 
doesn't matter if it's a prince coming in on a white horse. You will still treat them badly in some form or fashion because you have been raped and treated like you are nothing but shit. So if you're one of the many women that have been sexually assaulted, which unfortunately is one in three here in the United States, I'm with you. I'm there with you. When you feel like, I don't know why I feel crazy today. Even if it's decades later, I'm 37. This happened when I was 14. And before that, I was molested. If you feel crazy one day and triggered by certain things, I'm telling you now, you're not alone. I'm with you. There have been so many times where I've watched scenes in movies, rape scenes. I can't watch it. I will walk out of the room. Because all it does is bring me back to a place I don't want to be. Where I was helpless and taken advantage of. Even though the undertone was love, right? So I'm here with you. Don't ever feel like you're alone because you're not. And we should all rally together. To make each other better. I'm not saying this is going to stop because it's never going to stop. Rape is not about sex. It's about power. And that's the best way to have control over somebody is to use sex as a weapon. Because unfortunately, like some people, they want to think that sex is just, well, I'm going to wait for marriage. I'm a virgin. Blah, blah. No, sex is part of life. Unfortunately, it is. It's a part of life. It's who we are as a person. Whether you have kids or not, whether it's just something that we all feel, whether you're doing it for a connection, gratification in some way, a release, or in some way, procreating. Sex is a part of life. So people are going to use that to to their end to control you. Don't think you're alone. You're not alone. You're never alone in this. And if you feel like you need someone to talk to that's not there for you, please look up Rain, which is R A I N N. Uh, Tori Amos uh, pushed this, and I actually think she's helped start it, but it's a, a sexual assault and rape number. And actually, I will look that up while I'm on the phone or on the phone with you. I'm on the phone with you right now. Um, so that you, if you feel like you need someone to talk to, the number is 1-800-656-4673. So I will not be doing any more serial killer episodes. I can't do it. I, It makes me dive into a depression that I don't want to be in. Life's already hard. I make it harder, you know. So I will be doing my normal content after this of just talking to you like a friend talking to you about things in my life and hoping that maybe some of the little bits of wisdom I come across might help other people, but I can't do this anymore. So I'm sorry for that. If you're looking forward to that, but it's not going to happen again. If you've been sexually assaulted or raped or molested, please call 1-800-656-4673. 
and like I always say to every episode, all of my contact information is in the description. And I'm here to talk whenever you want to talk.